0: Hi everyone, welcome to WFY Audit Talk. I'm Sarah DeSisto, Manager in the Audit Department and here with me is... I'm Jennifer Haddad and I'm Audit Partner for the ERISA practice here. Today we're going to talk to you about a couple of things, best practices to prepare for your Employee Benefit Plan audit. So we've broken it down into two chapters. First is the planning phase and then next we're going to talk about the field work part. Jen, you want to take it away with the first part?
1: Yes, so the first thing that we recommend is that you prepare your census so that you can send it over to your third-party administrator for the non-discrimination testing. We do recommend that you make sure that the census reconciles to your year-to-date payroll and that that year-to-date payroll should be based on pay date and not pay period end. And then we also recommend that you reconcile your contributions, employee and employer contributions, from payroll to the trust to the census. And then when you get your non-discrimination test back, we recommend that you then go back and reconcile those amounts to the non-discrimination testing just to make sure that the
0: information in that testing is correct. And then the next best practice we suggest is to gather any new information or plan documents that might be relevant to the audit. Some of the more common plan amendments that we see are adopting an auto-enrollment provision or an auto-escalation or any changes to those two provisions. We also see amendments coming through for a discontinuance or a change of employer match contribution. For 2020, you're going to see a lot of CARES Act amendments and then also maybe a change in the definition of compensation. We also recommend that you gather any regulatory communication from the Department of Labor or the IRS. Those letters and correspondences will be very important for the audit. We also ask you to provide us with the fidelity bond coverage that your plan had in place. And lastly, to gather any new contracts from any service providers, if you've had any change of fee structures that are paid from plan assets, we are going to recalculate the amounts that are paid to them, so we would like to know the timing of those changes so that we can recalculate accurately.
1: And the next area that we recommend plan sponsors do to prepare for the audit is to do a self-audit of the plan during the year. So some of the key areas where there might be corrections needed or resulting corrections needed due to the self-audit would be the definition of compensation. Make sure that the plan is using the correct definition of compensation for deferrals as well as ER match. And then also reviewing the plan for any late remittances. So the DOL recommends that you remit contributions as soon as administratively feasible, and they define that as used typically when you can remit your payroll taxes. So you'll need to test the remittances to the plan during the year based on those parameters. And then if there's any late remittances, you may have corrections that need to be made like lost earnings. And then if this is not your first audit, you may have received a management comment in the prior audit. So we recommend that you review that management comment letter to make sure that you've implemented the recommended procedures and processes to address those comments, as well as any corrections that you have made retain that information for the audit. And then next, review your process narratives and your payroll narratives and controls for what the processes were in place during the year. And the processes include contributions, distributions, loans, transmittal of information to the third-party administrator, as well as deferral and remittances to the custodian. And then lastly, retain your receivables detail because we are reporting on a accrual basis. We'll need to know any deferrals that were remitted after
0: the plan year end. The last best practice we recommend is in the planning phase is to set up the auditors with online access to your custodian. This is going to be crucial in helping us get our information gathered early ahead of time. We can download the audit package, we can sometimes retrieve the plan amendments online. We might be able to get the non-discrimination test results and the detail used in those testing files. And so once we are able to get online access, it just makes it a lot more efficient and kind of cuts out the need for the plan sponsor to gather all of that. So we take the burden off the plan sponsor a bit. In regards to field work, let's talk about some best practices that we found work really well. If you can provide your auditors with a list of service providers that will be assisting with the audit, that way when we have questions and we need to submit our request lists or we have a question, we know who to go to and then also make sure that your contact people know the appropriate timing and they have resources available to help us out during field work. We highly recommend working with auditors and deciding how you would like to do the file sharing. Some auditors prefer to provide a secure portal for the files to be remitted. Sometimes, if you were in the field at your location, we can look at paper copies, which is fine. Auditors are flexible and will work with you on your preferred methods. And we also recommend to be available for your auditors during your scheduled fieldwork time. And also to prepare your requested schedules before fieldwork. So once you get that request list from us, take a look at it right away. So if you have any questions, you can send them our way and we can resolve those ahead of time.
1: And it's also important to submit your custodian requests as soon as your auditor provides that to you. Even though we do get online access for most of the audits and the service providers, there are some that do not allow the auditors to submit those requests online, so the plan sponsor has to submit those requests. And the turnaround time can be from anywhere from 7 to 10 business days, and so it's important to submit that immediately so that those forms and requests will be available for the auditor at the start of the fieldwork. And then also reach out to your auditor as soon as possible if you have any questions about requested items. And then finally, if timing does not work for you as scheduled, please notify your auditors as soon as possible so that you can get the audit rescheduled. There are deadlines to be met, so you want to make sure that you're communicating with your auditors so that you guys can work together to meet those deadlines. The first deadline is 731 or the first business day following, and then the second deadline, you can get an extension by filing a form 5558. That deadline would be 1015 or the following business day. Thank you for joining us today. You can find us at cpa-wfy.com, and please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.